they're just people come coming from broken families. Exactly. That's all it really is. Exactly. When you fix the broken families and you Facts. bricks the broken homes, yeah. um, and rich black men stop marrying outside of their race and marry black women, I then you know you'll have a strong black community, and you know you'll have. <laughs> I, strong, I strongly beg. I strongly beg to differ. <laughs> no, there's a lot. Of Welcome to another episode of I Move Back podcast with me, Shalawa. Dr. P.O.G. in the house, you yes. know how it goes. And we have two wonderful guests here. Uh, we have Kunle, who's actually my cousin as well. And we have Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Thank how was you. your week? Eventful. Yeah, it's been good. Eventful. Can't complain. Mm-hmm. So what, what, did you, what did you guys do this week, though? Like, what was your week like? Um, it was my birthday not too long ago, so we leave that. <laughs> Mosquito chopped me, chopped me where where. <laughs> but it was really nice. Um, yeah, went to quite a few places. Did you I celebrate it? Um, I I didn't celebrate on the day I, t- I actually turned twenty nine. Um, we celebrated it after we went to a few restaurants and it was, it was a vibe. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, birthdays are sick. I had a birthday this week as well. Yeah. You had a yeah. Oh, Gemini gang. Oh, yeah, that's why we're weird. That's why I look at this guy like, yeah, we're the you're same all, kind of You're people. all weird, yes. <laughs> Gemini's, nah, we're, we're crazy ass people. And nah, that was good, it was good. How was your birthday, doctor? You came through. I did come I, through. I had a one-two wine. I was like, what is this girl doing here? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's cool, man. It was cool. The vibe, had a couple of people down, friends, food. Mm-hmm. All right, we were just taking shots of tequila, though. I was so, but I didn't drink, guys. You didn't so drink? I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I didn't drink. Yeah. But they were, they were all lit. In yeah. fact, I had to go and excuse myself. So everyone was so lit. I went to go and sit by myself. Oh. <laughs> no, it's mad, it's mad. Oh, that's cool. So what you guys brings you guys to Nigeria then? Um, What brings me to Nigeria? Should I make it sound clever? <laughs> anything, um, just like anything. You know, I just turned up to Nigeria because it's actually a nice place to rest and kind of turn off from... All the hustle and bustle of the UK. So you came to Nigeria to rest? Yeah. I'm shocked as well. Nah. <laughs> how, how can you rest in this country? Well, like, you're unreachable. That's that's the oh, reality. From London? From oh, London. Yeah, yeah, like, London okay. London's a lot of hustle and bustle, especially what you do. Like, you can't just turn off. And Nigeria allows you to turn off. But also, it's like looking into Nigeria for some level of prosperity, if you, you know, to be able to, like, get to that switch where you could do six months here, six months there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Just, just travel. You, you. So you want to get to that point where you're that's, that's the, side. you know, that's the end okay. goal. So basically, that means he's gonna miss out. He's trying to get out of the winter period and be here. Yes. Trying to chase the yeah, twenty-three but degrees. But it's not so much on weather. <laughs> it's just being able to have something quite sustainable here that mm-hmm. makes you want to be able to do that. You know, that six months, that half and half. Mm. It's very hard to turn off where you've always known, mm. which is the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, you know, if you know there and you know your way around it. And be able to just say you're gonna stop that and then migrate. You know, sometimes it's good to be a king in the village, and, and, um, and than a husband in the city. Yeah, and where do you <laughs> normally stay when you're in Nigeria? Um, Accra. It has to be Accra. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so you know me, I have never been to Akira, right? So yeah. I want to kind of know the difference between like Akira and Lagos. Um, you know what? I feel like sometimes when you look at Nigeria as a whole, um, the one of the biggest misconception is thinking Lagos. You know, to actually to be precise, that island is 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 Nigeria. Ireland is Ireland, mm-hmm. and Nigeria is Nigeria. I feel like. It's just that island is in Nigeria. But if you really want to witness Nigeria, you need to leave the island and actually go to Nigeria. And where you go to, when you go to Accra, you see a real big difference. Because yeah. you've, I brought you to Accra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. The roads are really clean. I was shocked at how really? clean the roads They're were. Clean. Um, literally, there's no rubbish on the road. That's dope. Um, there's a peace. There's actually like a sense of peace in the air. You don't get that in Lagos. Um, mm. Lagos is a jungle. Uh, and yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought it was nice. You definitely yeah. get that tranquility. Um, yeah. Sometimes some of the journeys that you, you know, you have to think about when, you know, for instance, I had, I had, I had a journey that everyone kept on saying, it's far, it's far. And that's that was when I left um, Lekki Phase 1 and I was driving to Songuedo. And that journey is actually a 12 kilometer journey. But it's and the sat nav is telling me one hour, hour. 15 minutes. Yeah. Whereas in Akure, me and you were doing that in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go back and forth Akure like three times in a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's mad. You yeah. Because really, the roads are free, basically. Yeah, the roads are free. Mm-hmm. It's not congested. Mm-hmm. And the way Akure is, yeah, you've got two main roads. Yeah. So you're either on this side of the road or that side of the road, and then you've got them intertwining. Oh, mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah. So there's some level of structure. In Akure. Within, then, then, yeah. yeah. But the only... Well, I said the good parts. The only negative part is... There's not as much to do in comparison as mm. Lagos. There's he took me to a couple spots there. Yeah, really? But what was it like? What was it like? Hey, there's some low key spots. Yeah, it was. It was alright. I think um, we went to one club. I couldn't believe I was in a career. There's a club in a career. If there's more than one club actually, and the club is nice. We went yeah. to um, signatures. And I was just shocked. I was like, the, the lighting. I might I might attach the a mood. video to the thing. Oh, I've been to a club yeah. in Worry though. That's similar. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So you know you still have that silly London mindset where you feel like... It's not, not going to be Nigeria, nice. Yeah. We don't have anything. But it was nicer than a lot of London clubs. And then we also went to another one. But that one pissed me off. Really? Because we went there. The club was lit, everything. And then they just switched off the music for 40 minutes. And we're playing um, Undertaker music. <laughs> What's Undertaker music? I'll attach the video as well. <laughs> to this thing, yeah. They were playing Undertaker music and they wanted people to spend money on bottles. No way. It was so like... Oh, the Dorime? The yeah, it wasn't the original Dorime we have now. Five Paradise to that table. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Six, two, or that seven Tennessee <laughs> Paradise. <laughs> they were doing Bottle Wars for 40 minutes and then I think they said Bellish Murder was going to come, yeah. He didn't <laughs> turn up. Oh. <laughs> but again, I was shocked at the club. Let, the let me tell you one yeah. of my club shocking stories. So I was in Worry one time, right? And then my, I just went to see my, my cousin. So they kind of local so we just like, hang out in just spots eat mm-hmm. food here and there so there's a place they call a shower quarter <laughs> but listen, i didn't go there but it, they, they serve good food that's for a different day but they serve some good food they said that like, another fish that they put in the foil mm. and then they, they give you like um salad or coleslaw next to it and they use your hand to eat it and it's soft and nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they have some really good stuff there. But it's called Point of Kill. That's what it's called. Point oh, of Point Kill. Oh, Point of Kill, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's catfish. Yeah, fish, catfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so there was there. But after that, I went to this club, right? We walked in. It was so, like, just like Curie as well. So clean. Good ACs. Excellent you. sound I'm system. Just perfect. And they actually brought girls from Miami. It's a worry. To worry. 
They brought wow. girls from Miami. I shit babes from anywhere though. I've clocked that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see all kinds of babes in there. Like, literally. I, you know when you walk in somewhere, you just don't expect to see that quality of people. I was thinking, nah, this is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's more to Nigeria than Lagos, 100%. You know what is, on that on, on that same note, you know the Sean's Real that you didn't like when when we went? Yeah. Two weeks before that, I had an amazing night there. Yeah, you said it was, it was a shit was that Yeah, day. it was amazing. Yeah. Like so, strip yeah. clubs are raising that to you. No, no, it wasn't. No, the strip club. No, the strippers are not the amazing part of the night. The night was just a good night. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, um, okay. yeah it was. You know, you know what is it? Like the the club was. You no, know, you don't get to, and I feel like. Akure is one of those places you just need to know where to go. And so there's there's low-key spots. These are not spots that you're going to go on Google and say, oh, where is the spots to go to? So having something like this and having someone talk about it mm. to kind of tell you where to go. Like yeah, you had yeah. Turkey Grill. What do you think about Turkey Grill? Oh, so, um, so, so that's a funny thing. So when I got to Akure, he dropped me at the hotel. Then me and my adventurous self, before he oh, left God. me for one hour, he called me. He's like, where are you? Yeah, I'd walked into the bush, yeah, to go and buy food. <laughs> <laughs> so he came to meet me there and I had like a, a burger. A burger was 4K. 4K? In the bush. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that means Nigeria is actually expensive because mm. that's London prices. In I was bush. shocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in the bush. So then I had a burger I even made a new friend there as well. Oh. He was like, God, you can't be doing this. And then um, we had turkey and it was it was really nice. Yeah. But the only thing I will say about a Korean Owa, I don't know how these men deal without street lamps. Oh, yeah. Because by 6, 7 Everybody's p.m., dark. everything shut down. It is fully pitch black. So I wonder how they survive like that. I couldn't, I couldn't. Uh, Primeafrica.com. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we've got street light now in Akure and we've got solo one too. Really? Okay, where I live has where I live has got Um now. but Alicia, talk to us as well. How's your time been in Nigeria? Um it's been you know, good. What 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 shocked you the most when you came here? What shocked me the most? Yeah. Um the light going on and off. That was the- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Pam Africa. <laughs> <laughs> wait, the light the light went off wait in your house or everywhere? Just yeah, in general. Shop right. You know what's so mad? One time I went to a five star restaurant, like five star everything. Some guests came down from London, and we were just eating, and lights went off. I was like, even here, yeah, even here. That's what I'm saying. You can't sort this stuff out. Yeah, I've been in the club before, or even the concert. I don't know why you're complaining. We just came from a restaurant that the gen was fully off. (laughs) Yeah, literally on the way here. I just saw us walking in. They turned the gen on. The guy goes as I walked in. He's like, no, they didn't even. He literally had to. Kunle actually had to say, like, are you not going to put the light on? They would not have put the light on. How are you going to see the food that you're buying? We couldn't see the food. Do you know what shocked me when they put it on and I saw people eating inside the place? They were so quiet. Yeah. They were so quiet as well. Yeah, like. okay. That, that light thing could be annoying. Yeah. Um, I find that very, very difficult. Mm. I think I find that more difficult than the average person because mm. it's literally made me want to leave. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a light. See? That's why it's important the work we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. like for example, last I came back from South Africa like a couple days ago, and you know I came home from the airport like literally you've just come from a flight, you go into your house and there's no light. No, I felt very like yeah. Yeah, I was happy about that. I've even been traveling before as well, and I'm in the middle of packing, Mm -hmm. and the light has gone off, and I'm just like okay. 
I hear you on that because I think there was one time when I first came, I was still working from London and I was in the puja and they, they took the light off the whole day. My work laptop died. <laughs> my phone died. I was finished. Hey, let me tell you what happened to me. So basically, you know, you know them, them, those things where like you're, you're, you're working from Nigeria. You have a job in London but you're working from Nigeria. A lot of us have done <laughs> And then you don't tell them that you moved to Nigeria. No, you guys can't be saying I'm that, you know. Tell you. So, wait, let me tell you. Let me say it. So basically, yeah, I, I took this job, yeah, and I was telling you, I'm going to do the work. Everything's going to be good. I was on the Zoom call. <laughs> I was on the Zoom call. And then, and then the first thing first, the Zoom call started glitching. <laughs> <laughs> and then the light went off, so the yeah. internet's gone off as well. Yeah, so they're thinking, me. this guy just disappeared from the call. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, it's very yeah. like inconvenient, and it's caused me a lot of inconveniences. Mm, I had to put my phone on hotspot when that, when that happened. And you know what happened? Yeah. I have to tell you this year. A certain somebody was doing an interview for a scrum master job. No and way. She was outside, and then she was mid interview. And I don't know what my gate man was thinking. So he decided to have a chicken. This stupid chicken style. Did it the first time. I'm done. Did it the second time. Oh no 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 no. And I told her that you know you need to tell your your interviewer they actually in Nigeria. <laughs> no, you have to tell her you're in Nigeria. You guys got to be careful. But she got the job, so yeah. you got to be careful because I had a friend that was working from um from here and his workplace said. Oh, we're worried about you. The VPN, the thing is saying that you're in Nigeria. And they was like, oh yeah, 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 I'm here. Really? They, yeah, they call yeah. you for VPN? Yeah, yeah, they call, they call you through the network. I don't know what it was. As it was they were told they had Yeah, them, them IT people there. Yeah, they picked it up. They're so big, if your company's wow. watching you, just be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but why you don't allowed, take company laptops. But your companies are allowed to, you're allowed to work from abroad. Not from, no, no, not always. For tax, oh, not all sometimes companies. Sometimes it's, um, it's for tax reasons. Yeah. So you, yeah, you have to, you have to let the company know. But no, working from Nigeria is a thing. You just want to let people know that is a thing. People, a lot of people do that. People get jobs in the UK and working. I would advise it if you're moving back. Yeah. I would say I would advise that first because I think one thing I was gonna say, yeah, working in Nigeria is hard. It's hard. It's hard. It ages you. Like I actually feel like it ages you. <laughs> it kills a few brain cells and makes some new ones. So like definitely, <laughs> if you want to move back, I would feel like you should get a London job mm. and um and work from here because the time just make sure same. wherever you're going, yeah, have yeah. good internet, good light, and everything so that you can yeah. continue the job. Because if you're trying to do that. Halfway Zoom calls, you get fired. I got fired, you know, that job. They fired of course, me after that's that. what I'm saying. No, but of course, <laughs> it really the, the, will impact she, your life. She was like, you're not taking this seriously. I was like, do you know what I'm going through right now? <laughs> like, do you actually know what I'm going through right now? You're telling me about not taking this seriously. I didn't know what a generator was. I, I still don't know how to do the generator. I don't even know how to turn it on. I don't know about generators. Well, though. what you have to do is first, twist the choke, <laughs> pull the gen, <laughs> and it goes... Doo -doo 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 -doo. The and then you go to the changeover and you pull. Oh, that man. just sounds like too much. Nah, <laughs> it's, it's all mad. And have you Twist found it fun? Um, um, have I found it fun? Yeah, I find it to be, um, you know, yeah, fun kind of. What have you been up to like since you've been here? Since I've been here, I've just been like mostly working, to be honest, and doing the research for the business that I'm going to open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice, and nice. what state are you from? Um, Benin and Ebal. Okay. I thought she's a Malian. What is Malian? I heard And Malian my mom's half Malian. Okay, Malian. Yeah. Yeah. And so how is Benin? You've been to Benin a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how is that compared to Lagos? Benin is actually like very metropolitan as well. Okay. Um, to be honest, a lot of the businesses in Benin, the standard and the quality is much better 
than Lagos, mm. to be honest. Um, you've got some good roads. Yeah, you've got a lot of development. There's a lot of um, opportunity in Benin. Wow. Um, it's very cultural, obviously, because mm -hmm. of the history of Benin. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's peaceful as well. I went to a hotel in Benin once. Absolutely beautiful. Really? Yeah. So tall, massive pillars, nice yeah, yeah, pool. Yeah. And then, and then, but then again, it's just Yahoo boys that go there. To go That's out. I wanted to say this. Akura is just full of Yahoo boys. Yes, you know, outside of Lagos, yeah, I think a lot of them are just Yahoo boys. I've, I've not, I had to ask the hotel. They're, they're doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah Yahoo yeah. boys are politicians. They fuel the economy there. I noticed that, and I, I noticed that in um, or even in Owa. I actually had to say to the hotel guy, so is there only funerals on Yahoo boys that are sponsoring like this hotel? He goes, yeah. 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 He yeah. said he was like, oh my yeah. god, he actually said. But yeah. then again, you do understand that. Nigeria does have that conception of any young guy making it has it's to be a yahoo yahoo boy. boy. Yeah, I kind of so get sometimes, it. Yeah, yeah. they're not actually really yahoo boys. Yeah. It's just a young guy that's probably doing business and believes that he deserves certain... Um, you know what, yeah. Like, certain um, amenities. I don't know if I should agree or not agree with you because that means <laughs> in some places that I know these guys <laughs> and there's nothing but Bitcoin they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm buying Bitcoin. Ask me if I'm buying Bitcoin. What am I going to buy Bitcoin and, and, and scratch cards for? Like, well, that's the one thing I would say about Nigerian it's men. Yeah, they're so entrepreneurial. Yeah, true. They're hustlers. And evil people. Shout out to my evil people. Yeah, yeah. They're so entrepreneurial. London yeah. man, London man are dense compared to Nigeria. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm telling you. I beg your pardon. It's true. <laughs> you know why? Said, you know why? Because like they, they have this. People are not really like connected in London, like properly. They're very divorced, diverse, and. Like everyone's in their own little thing here and there. Mm, Working yeah. for the white man. But here, like people look I at beg it. to differ. I think in in uh, in UK, it's not you're fine. You know, you like life is you don't fine. Need, you don't need to hustle kind of thing. Nigeria's cutthroat. <laughs> yeah. But what do you mean it's fine though? Because a lot of people in London can't even go on vacation. Vacation is uh it's is is not it's not a requirement. <laughs> yeah, but you should be able to if you're fine. Like that's not really fine living. That's you know, I mean, working I, to live and living to you work have to define is not what really fine. fine. Is. fine okay, is, you define what fine is because you said uh, people fine are fine. Fine is you've got a roof over your head. You've got food in your on your table. You've got you know like you don't even need a you don't even need AC in Niger in in, in mm. what's it called? But you need heating. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a facade heating, though. But, I think it's a facade. Well, in like the UK, honesty. in the UK, you're fine. You're you're just fine. I don't know. In, in Nigeria, like for you to get to that level of fine, do you know what I mean? What we what we regard as fine. You're, you're, do you know? Yeah, in the UK, in hustle. the UK, if you're sick for too long, you know, your can, house can get taken from you. What? If you're sick for too long, your house can get taken from you. Like oh. you wouldn't be able to pay your mortgage, you wouldn't be able to do all these things. Yeah, um, yeah, it's actually happened to like people. a lot of people are, can go poor. Like even Nigeria, Easily. if you buy your house, you've bought your house, okay. right? So and it's much more easier for you to get to that point than in the UK. No, I think London you has get, done a very it, good job of making us feel like we're achieving something, yeah. but we're actually stuck in a in the circle. And yeah, I think yeah. when you wake up from that, you realize that mm -mm, it's actually not life, <sighs> right? I've, and a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, London, because again, that um, environment is sponsored by debt. So that's what mm, you're saying yeah. here. It's harder, but you pay things outright. Like you right, actually yeah. own things. Yes, yeah, yours. Whereas London, you're leasing your car, you're paying your mortgage. If you're not able to make those payments, they mm. take it away from they you. Take it away from you. But yeah. there's a facade. But then that allows you to just be fine. Like what you're, what you need to understand is what you 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 are looking at is is someone that wants some level of luxury, and mm. you know, and you when you use the word luxury, you're expecting something ex, you know extravagant. 
got so you think it, do you think your roof over your head that is that is like a threat to you say so okay anytime it's gonna get taken from you is you that's luxury <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> so like, that is not luxury <laughs> that is stress okay it is no, stress. let me it's now stress, bring yeah. it back to it the reality is when you try to leave your social class in inverted commas and decide that you want to take a mortgage you want to change your class and mm. you don't expect that to be easy. The reality is, if you stay within the inverted comma, the all right, not perfect, but all right lifestyle, where the government will give you just enough funds to allow you to stay in a council flat, you will have, you might not have the latest iPhone, but you probably have a, an iPhone. You'd probably be able to make calls. Yeah, but they do here but, as well. But, 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 I'm trying to, but look at this. Yeah. Just reason to this, yeah. You'll be able to make calls. You'll be able to do things, some level of independency. You're going to definitely eat in the UK. I know a mm. lot of people are going to food banks. That's what I'm I saying. I know a lot of people. That's why they exist. If you yeah. do, if you, I'm not, you know, if you look a little bit further into it. Yeah. Some cohorts. I'm not saying UK is perfect. Don't take, you know, don't get it wrong. Mm. Like get the um, perception wrong. I think there's more money to be earned in Nigeria. Yeah. And you could really change your social class a lot easier in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. With the right level of connections and hard work. However, within the concept of Nigeria in, in the UK, they they've put that kind of buffer in place to keep you all just not not all right, but like that's the welfare state, isn't it? The fact that you've got a function NHS that will look after you. But the NHS, there's that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's still issues even within the NHS, within the education system, within there's the issue, legal system, within all these systems. There's still a lot of issues, so people are actually not okay. So the reality is, there is issue within every system, and nothing is perfect. But it wouldn't be a fair, fair representation to like sit here and actually say that where the NHS, for instance, has reached as a thing wouldn't be something that would very much benefit people if that could that same system could be emulated in Nigeria it depends because if you know just um prescribing drugs to people is you know I don't look at that as a benefit to be honest just prescribing drugs to you know put a band-aid over the wound without actually healing the wound you go to the go to the hospital <laughs> go to king's college for example i don't know if any of you guys know king's college yeah one day my friend me and my friend went there i followed her she was feeling like she had a cold or you know she kept on coughing the doctor was acting like you know, before she could even finish telling him what her problem was, he was already like walking away to go and prescribe. Um, what did he give her? Oh, that's so. What is it called? Yeah, very good Steroids. Yeah, he even prescribed her steroids. Yeah, and she was kind of just like, you know, he wasn't even listening to her. Like yeah. when she was like, "Oh, excuse me," like doctor, he was even like, "Oh, yeah." Like <laughs> what yeah. else? So, so I'll give a story. One time I was feeling down here when I was doing my PhD, and then I literally went to the hospital and the lady said um so, no, and someone said oh everybody's normal to feel like this during the phd because it's very difficult that people feel down they just prescribe of these tablets give us a telepram so i so basically i went i went to the, to, to the hospital and then it was a nigerian lady i was so thank god it was a nigerian lady mm. she was the doctor mm. she was like oh explain to her what i'm feeling and I was like, oh, my colleague said they normally prescribe this she was like why do you want to take that? Just go for exercise. Go and do this. Go and do that, and you, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Thing, literally, yeah, yeah. I went to do that, and I was okay after. 
and I was just thinking, thank God I didn't take these drugs because you never know what they're gonna the do to you. The side effects, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is big pharma, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, only, this is your area. Uh, what, <laughs> what I would say in regards to that is, um, you know, you've had bad experience with a doctor that didn't do the right thing in actually going through differential diagnosis and make sure you were diagnosed properly. My friend, in yeah. your instance, you've got so in. <laughs> I'm not going to defend the doctor in saying that there's certain things in place. So there's a step guide when it comes to depression. If it was dep if you're feeling depressed after doing your thing, the reality is this: you're not you're ha you're at a depressed state because of your PhD. Yeah, you're not. If we remove them, yeah. you're not. You're not. You're not. A you know. Clinically. You're not clean you're clinically depressed at that point, but that was because of your PhD. If we remove your PhD, you will be fine. Oh, okay. So, so that's where she's So yeah. and then there's also depression where even when you take away the factor that's making you depressed, that's you just feel but, depressed. But going back to Alicia's point though, what I will say, Kunle, is um is the difference between Africa and the West when it comes to healthcare. The, the ancient the way we used to deal with healthcare was more holistic. Because as human beings, it's mind, body, spirit. And so, like, they cure, they when they want to heal you or, or deal with any help, I know you're looking at me like this, he's tired of my, but I think it's very important. So I think big pharma, you just get take a drug and go. But there's still, like, your spirit that you need to kind of work with. There's still your mind. There's still, we're more than just, like, you know, biologically, mm. you know. So I think... So, so what would you say about, like, the Nigerian moms that would just say put rub on it? <laughs> Oh, they'll just give you one little remedy here oh, and there, God. one little remedy, oh, and then God. you're fine. Yeah, but I used to drink Agbo and all those kind of really? things. And they help, yeah, they help me. Right, right. But there are fruits and herbs and yeah. plants that actually do I, cure. I the herbs. But, why, but why do we see any hospitals here in, in Africa? But, but, in Africa. No, because we've been colonised and we're exactly, yeah. the ways of the West. Yeah, we should. We need to. I mean, everyone wants to go back to African spirituality. I'm not even preaching that. I'm preaching <laughs> like the health, the actual healthcare approach. I think we should go back to herbs. Absolutely. Yeah. Would you say because oh. he's from a clinical? So uh, why would Because I think the biggest misconception that people think is herbs is here, pharmaceuticals are there. No, herbs and pharmaceuticals works together. It generally starts with the herbs, it comes and but it's what, not natural. It's because it's so uh, what's who? the word? They've isolated the herbs. It's become uh, so. So so based on what you were saying about side effects and stuff, is what happens is let's say everyone in this room now are taking certain drink. We're drinking ginger drink, and all of a sudden we're having this amazing feeling. And what happens is during clinic, they try to find out what in this concussion mm -hmm. is causing that exciting feeling. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they dose it and they make sure you're getting the right thing. So you're not taking pharmaceutical products. You're not far off the herbs you were taking in the mm -hmm. first place. It's just that this herbs has gone through clinic because there is a lot of misconception, but you have to understand everything comes with side effects and I'm not going to get yeah. clinical. And I do agree with the holistic approach, yeah, definitely. but you need to also understand that it's very difficult to have holistic approach when dealing with certain diseases, for instance, because you tinker with this, you mess up this, because the body's a fine balance. It's, you know, it gives and it takes, mm, mm. you know, in the same sentence. So, like, I would always tell people, go holistic if they can. So, but, so okay, do you think more holistic uh, yeah. treatments is being done in Africa and other, other places in the world? And why do you think our health our health care, yeah. like numbers, are not as good as other places in the world? Um. 
So I wrote a blog post about this. You guys should check it out. And it was looking at what Nigerians uh, search for on Google. And yeah, we're not. I think the masses here are definitely not doing holistic treatment. Uh, I think they are going through like Western, going to the pharmacy, going for Western measures. But it's, it, also you have access. Like when I needed, I wanted to go to a herbalist to just not like the babalawas, like the actual herbalist. Yeah. And I found one easily. You found a babalawa? I found a herbalist. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, I told him what was up with me. He looked at me. He felt my body up and down. Feel your body. He did feel my body. Up and down. <laughs> this is not going right. <laughs> he felt my body up and and he um and he prescribed herbs to me. Yeah. What did he prescribe to you? He prescribed herbs. You okay, know? herbs. Okay. And the one, the one, the one, the one crazy herbs. <laughs> you, know, you know, I need to tell you. Like, I'm just thinking, what kind of herbs? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. And the thing is, like, he could say what was wrong from feeling my leg or like oh, okay, feeling my nice. body, and like that's how we used to do it back in mm. the yeah, day. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you don't need the way the way the body works. You don't need all the like fancy. Same thing. My dad, yeah. my dad does a lot of that. He, he he comes with me with so many different things. Like, yeah, this is what this is for that. It's yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and he goes around just healing people. Honestly, it's, God it's is it. very good. Like God yeah. really created a lot of plants and her. And the thing is with the medicine, it's synthetic. So yes. it's not actually, you know, you're not getting the real thing from it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So would you, would you, both of you say you always use holistic treatments and... For the most part, I would prefer to. When I'm in Nigeria, to be honest, I don't feel like here it's um, kind of a big thing, maybe because mm. of yeah. where I am. But when I'm in the Caribbean, they are very big on like, you know, herbs and natural healing. Mm. So I'm when I'm there, I definitely, you know, drink my soursop leaves. That's and... why they look so young. The Caribbeans <laughs> have it unlocked. They I mean, do, I actually yeah. watch them on YouTube now. They're really yeah, good yeah, when yeah. it comes to self-healing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're really, Because there's really good. so many plants, I'm telling you, like, yeah. in we didn't have hospitals before. And there's still some people, traditional people who do not go to the hospital. Like, mm. they'll go and cut some plant and or rub it on their skin or, you know, even, I can't remember what the tribes are, but there's some tribes in, I think it's like... Is it South Africa or Kenya? Like some rural, they're in a very rural area and they literally only use, they don't, they don't have any hospitals. Even, is it the Maasai? I don't think it's the Maasai. Um, You don't need it. The body. Yeah, they don't. They don't even what you eat. Like the thing is, again, going back to London and being fine. It's like, okay, Mm. you'll go and shop in Iceland and you don't even, because (laughs) we're talking about the people that, you know, you're saying, the ones that are just fine so they're they're obviously shopping at probably iceland still a luxury to shop at iceland yes okay wow so the luxury is to go and eat gmo foods that are even giving you the problems that's even giving you the problems in the first you'll now go to the nhs and go and add more drugs Drugs on top of it i'm telling you you go to the pharmacy for one thing you'll take drugs you'll go back um, for other issues everyone in london is depressed they're all depressed. A lot of people are depressed on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the system is not working. You can even feel the energy when you when arrive. On the, on the train. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why are people on the train and not talking? That must be something weird. The depression in 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 um in 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 the UK is based on the way the society structure exactly. is. Exactly. It has nothing to do with what they're eating or thing. Oh, yeah. food impact. We're, we're talking about society structure. But food actually yeah. does impact your emotions and your um, hormones the, and stuff. The actual depression that we see in the UK. Yeah is through the society structure, the way the work um, yeah, work definitely. affects the, you. Yeah, I believe the food ha- impacts that as well, to be honest. Food is very, like, people, you can't underestimate food. Yeah, you can't, definitely. No, yeah, that's, that's one thing you. that, yeah. But yeah. within, so 
You know, I think the weather is for me, man. The weather is just terrible. A lot of people the have sad as well. Actually, in, in, um, you yeah, know, there's there's like seasonal, yeah. Yeah, seasonal, seasonal affective disorder. Affective. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people have that as well. That's why um, winter can be quite hard. But even what's going on right now? You guys there with the whole energy thing? I'm hearing people paying seven, eight bills per month for electricity now. Who shouldn't? <sighs> Someone called me the other day. They're saying, listen, they're three times that, what they normally pay for. Yeah, the, everyone's paying times free. What the? Yeah, what's that's how much with? I've always been paying. To be honest, because I literally keep my um, like throughout winter and even summer yeah. <laughs> because it's the UK. My heating is always on. Like so for me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. the cost of living crisis Same's is water. something that um, everyone's been talking about. So it's too bad for petrol. I'm looking to take petrol. Well, people are still <laughs> outside. Though. People are still outside. I'm seeing people still going out having fun. Yeah, but you know how people are. The They're packaging. People say Nigerians package like no, Londoners. What does Americans? Huh? Londoners package more than Nigerians. I nah, me so. and my guys. They just... package more. At least London a Nigerian will tell you that I don't have money. A Nigerian yeah. will tell you like I don't. In London, um, don't quote me, but the statistics showed that less than I think they said seventy percent of the population make like more than two thousand pounds a month. Mm. Or three thousand pounds a month, That's but when you go on Instagram, when you go, right? yeah, or, but a lot of people are not even making thirty. How many people are making thirty-five k a month? Mm. Mm. Maximum, a lot of people are making like twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six. Yeah, in the UK, yeah, graduate with a degree, yeah, yeah, even at that, graduate starts at twenty-three. There you go. So it's like you go on Instagram though. And everyone's wearing Christian Louboutin. Everyone's got, everyone's offending in Fendi. Um, <laughs> it just, do you know what I mean? So they package, shout Niger- out to they Mr. package, don't, don't shout, don't shout, don't, don't shout, yeah, don't shout. So they're packaging way more, like, offending with they package I like more. I do like Fendi, but we're not shout out to nothing. You don't like that guy? <laughs> did he copyright it? Huh? No, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't. I think he did, you know. So yeah, because didn't they try to sue him or something? Then he won. Or I was thinking, I don't think they yeah, complained think, about it. I think he did. He screw, tried to copyright. Screw, screw. We don't talk about him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the statistic, the statistics show that you know it's not matching up the lifestyle that we're seeing on social media, and the statistics are not matching. You know but isn't that everywhere in the world? That, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, not, no because it's... Nigerians, I don't. Well, I don't know. Do you know what I see? Yeah, I'm not even Nigerian on Instagram. Two pound a day. But at least they will tell you. But Nigerians will tell you that they don't have money they'll tell you that they will tell you I, I, a guy in, uh, someone from london they'll buy someone even said to me that oh no one's going to be seeing my they, she has a mercedes you know who you are if you ever see this <laughs> you drive a mercedes and do you know what i mean you're she lives in a hostel no i feel bad saying this i do feel bad saying this but i'm not trying to no, i'm just saying go for it, sis. like the person lives in a hostel huh <laughs> No, okay, do you know what? No, I don't want the person... Okay, no, okay, this is going to get cut out. <laughs> but the person lives, the person lives in, a, in a hostel. Like, you, we all know what hostels are, right? I can't believe... And um, so people that may not know, a hostel is not... I don't mean like them hotels that you'll go and stay in like one hotel. Like it's a like, YMCA situation. Yeah, where the government will kind of just give you like a small place. So it'll probably be like a studio flat, right? <sighs> so anyway, the person drives a Mercedes and... What they said to me is that, oh, yeah, but no one's going to see my house, but they'll see my car. They'll no, see, they actually London said they'll thing. see when I pull up. That was the exact words. They'll see me pull up, but they won't come to my house. You, mm. said, you said this to me once. You said you didn't think in debt because of flexing. You said this to me I, once. I know a lot of people in debt because <laughs> of flexing. You know what is it? I actually had this conversation with a lot of my boys because some of the guys that pull out outside certain clubs, 
They still live at the bottom bunk of their brother's bed. This is what I'm saying. I'm not going to say names. So when you pull the chick, where do you take her to? The bottom bunk? No, you take her to Premier. You take her to Premier Inn. Oh, no. God forbid. Hold on, pardon. You could even do M by Montcalm or whatever that place is called. That's what I'm saying. At least do the Marriott. No, do you know what I see about London? I say London's coming the new Singapore. Very soon, <laughs> you have to be a millionaire to live in London. No, honestly. Yeah. They're making it, I think it's deliberately by design. Of course. If you look at the gentrification, what they're doing with the roads, they're frustrating us with the bus lanes. Mm-hmm. Even oh, like, yeah. yeah even, um, even with the kids. I think at one point, they um they were going to start, you know how it was free for us, Oyster Card? Yeah. At one point, they were going to start charging the kids and then oh. they went back yeah, on that decision. Then you've now got cost of living. So I think they're really squeezing people. Even, um I think the council, I think they relocate a lot of people back outside of London now. Yeah. yeah. Like Manchester. yeah. Basically, if you, if you shout or you, you do something silly, they're in the house out. they give you, they're, they're straight taking it off you so quickly. Yeah. It's and then by the time you get it back, you don't get the same place. Yeah, take out to the sticks. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I'm from Brixton. Wait, so shouting, which is... shouting in a council flat is a bad thing. Pardon? Shouting in a council flat is well, like... if you have any neighbour complaints that they've had to discuss with the council, then, then you know if... yeah, Especially then... if that place is in demand. Like where I live, they really like that place is very much in demand. So they've been trying me a yeah, lot. Yeah, <laughs> they've been really trying me. Yeah. And um I want to ask you guys, did you experience racism in the UK? Or have you been experiencing that? Because it's something Absolutely. I felt like I didn't experience that much. But Do you think you were blind to it? Towards so I think, yeah. I think I think I have this mentality that just be good at what you do. And you think and everything will be fine. But I feel like I got tested towards the end of my time in London that that is not good enough and they keep putting the bar higher and I'm nobody's slave. So if, in fact it wasn't healthy. So yeah, I did I think I was blind to it. Um but I still don't change that mentality. But what did you guys experience? Um, so I think my experience with racism is actually quite similar to yours in the sense that I know it's there. I'm not going to moan about it. I understand I have to work a bit harder to get, and it's just always been there. And I think a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, black aspirants in, in the UK actually have that same mentality Mm -hmm. where we've actually been so accustomed to the level of systemic racism that we do see that generally we know that we're going to apply for 10 jobs Mm. to get one job. Whereas we're not going to complain that someone else applied for only five, which we just, we just know. So even, even when we apply, we know that this is probably not going to come through to the extent that sometimes when they accept us, we are more in shock that, Oh my God, they actually accepted us. Then. Yeah. You know what I wish it? I wish that like there was a, a lot more, black people that was very wealthy in the UK so that I don't have to interact with any other race. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like, because every time I've got a good, a good job or good gig or whatever I'm doing, that's good, right? It just, I'm just, I'm among people who I don't want to be. <laughs> so like, so you but know, unfortunately, like, some black people, once they do become wealthy, actually want to disassociate with blackness. I'm the opposite way around. So I'm the opposite way around. Do you, um, I was having a conversation. Do you believe you have to sell your soul to rise up in the UK? 100%. Yeah, as a black person. 100%. Yeah. I saw, I, yeah. I saw a lot of black no. people Getting to that point, and I was thinking, that's not, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be that. I'd rather go back to Africa. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. And I don't think so because, like, and it's not really so much of a black thing, but we do understand that some of the people that come from, because being black as a race is one thing, and also being in a, and also being black means that some of us, majority of black people, 
fall into a certain class system within the UK, which is a class where when you work with, the work ethics are not even actually up to scratch. To the extent that you'd see some Nigerian restaurant, they'll open, put all black people in there, they are running, 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 and they find out that they're not making something, and now they have to kick them all out and start looking to other races to actually take it further. Well, what's that got to do with selling your soul, yeah. though? But it's the you know you know when you say you have to sell your soul, you basically you have to work with other people to in the, especially in the corporate. Okay, so let, let me let me rephrase it again. If you're working in the corporate space, do you feel like to rise up to where you want to be, you have to sell your soul? You do. Black, let me define. Let me define selling your soul. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a couple of so let's say. Drinks after work in a pub, that's selling you. So be exactly. you know what I'm saying? Laughing at jokes. Laughing at jokes that are not funny. Cheap one that gives you a headache. Oh, I love what you just said. Laughing at jokes that are not funny. And I see a lot. Like, it's just very, it's embarrassing. Like, what's that? The best way to say that is is get out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, so do you ever feel like get out? You have to put a mask on. You have to put a mask on, And then you can breathe when you're with your black friends after. Yeah. To me, it was Sometimes people even have to change their voice. I remember, and I'm going to call it, it was Harrods when I used to work there. And the manager literally... She's got it, everyone. No, I don't... You guys can edit it out or whatever. But the manager actually, like... So when I... You know, when you're first going for the job and you're getting an interview, you might go with your hair, like... At that time, my hair was even relaxed. And I had, like, just a middle parting, mm-hmm, weave, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, like, couple... You know, us black ladies like to change our hair, change mm-hmm. up the style. So um, there was a time I went into work and I just, like, I really took my time as well, slicked my hair, even tied it, like, you know, to make sure that it was in place. Mm-hmm. And then I got to work and then the manager was like, oh, um, what's happened to your hair today? Your hair's not done. I said, not what done. do you mean? Yeah. And it was relaxed. Yeah, it was even slicked in a like gel, everything. She was, I was like, what do you mean um, my hair's not done? She was like, oh, what happened to your um, your hair before? I said, I've changed my hairstyle, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? And then she was like, oh yeah, we need your um, your other hairstyle back. Like I like, even if it's clippings, just putting clippings. Like I want your- Was she black? No, she was Polish. She was literally Polish. She's not See? one of my friends yet. <laughs> this story came And if me. I knew at the time, I would have sued because that's thing discrimination. But that would never ever happen in Nigeria though. Oh, Nigeria. When my auntie told me. What happened? She because one time she wore one big curly wig like this, yeah. And it cost her Apparently out. the manager was going around to people, is she okay? Like, is she not good? Is she going through um, something? And pulled her to the side to go and get see a therapist. He wanted to pay for her to go see a therapist. They thought she'd gone mad. And she works in the government. I'm actually finished. Finished. No, but you know what happened to one of my friends, yeah, in London? I, I don't know what, what you guys think about this. So it was when he got his first job in the city. Um, we actually used to work together, but he got, a, it was somewhere else. He got a job and he said, yeah, he was getting like KFC for lunch and stuff like that. And then I think the second time you got KFC, the manager Wait, put it to the side. What are you eating? <laughs> you I guys, can't. KFC? I don't know. We don't do that over here. We do prep. We do eat. You can't be your KFC in the um, office. No so way. I sweat. I cried. They put him on the side. Let's do a green I'm actually <laughs> Fried chicken. So <laughs> I died. But did you, you guys used to pack your like Nigerian food to the No. No. I did. I'd go in Costa or I'm even me, I would just order to be even when I was at uni, I used to order food. Like Yeah, yeah. And that delivery, someone needs to anyway, I can't use it anymore. So someone that's needs good. To the rich Take lads. it away from me. I can't use it anymore. So that's you're good. like that's like you're like doctor. That's what, that's what made me yeah. that's what made me leave London. I was ordering every day. No, I actually was and delivery like the prices are even getting higher and higher. Higher, higher and higher. Yeah, yeah. Three pound forty nine for delivery. Seven four pound ninety five for delivery. You do you know no, it's no. free on Amazon Prime, right? Oh, but what? do they have the same shops, the same restaurants? Amazon Prime has a food delivery. Hello, it's um. 
um, delivery delivery charge gets taken off if you're on Amazon Prime. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But I, I am on that. Amazon. Prime. He, he, would quite, know that. he knows. He knows how to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows all the loopholes. He knows all the <laughs> loopholes. Tell us some parking parking ticket loopholes. We need them. Speeding ticket loopholes. Hey, hey, just we need to go back to London yes. because our, our lives are at risk right now with parking fines. I know, definitely is. No, that's interesting. So, do you guys ever think you could live in Nigeria? Mm, for me personally, I don't think I can. But I can spend a lot of time here. I can do business here. Mm-hmm. But living here, um, because I've travelled so much, I feel like there's other places more suitable. In Africa mm. or in the world? Um, I really like South Africa. Like, I really like Johannes- yeah. Johannesburg. Um, Are they I... robbing people in Johannesburg up and down? That's a misconception. Do you know what? I was got. in Santon, so... I don't know, but I've heard in Hillsborough. So what my friend told it goes me, down. I said I wanted to go and stay in South Africa for a bit. He was like, he thinks I wouldn't like it because all of the white people are in power there. Yeah, because your very opinion didn't even like. That's no, the only said, thing, like, yeah. Because he, he lives in London still. He was like, it's almost what you tried to run away from in London. You're smitten in South Africa. It's true. true? The dynamics yeah. are very weird, but I guess South Africans quite let you kind of know that this is our politics because actually I was like a South African has actually said that in places like Nigeria for example or Ghana the dynamics with white people isn't there but the country is still not let's say I don't want to call it a failed state but it still isn't yeah so I mean at the end of the day but obviously that social dynamic of you know black and white but when I was there I'm just like okay well I'm not South African I'm just here on holiday let me just you know kind of mind Mm. my own and it is kind of true because people will talk about South Africa and say oh the dynamics between black and white but even when you take that dynamic away other countries in Africa aren't doing better how was um, Kigali Rwanda um, like I said, the immigration was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, they treated like everyone. It's literally a visa-free country for Nigerians. Yeah. But the moment we arrived there, immigration, like five immigration officers were already waiting. Literally, as soon as we came off the plane, they weren't polite. They were very condescending. Yeah. It was very much, yeah, document. Even, yeah, there was just a very um, malicious kind of vibe, I felt like. yeah. So, yeah, I'm not... This is what we're in talking about. In much of a hurry going back there. Like, anywhere you're going, it's just... You well, just apart from Kenya, when I went to Kenya, they were very, like, welcoming. Mm. Um, they were very friendly, mm. you know. Yeah, they were really nice when I went to Kenya. South Africa as well. Um, same thing. Um, not very friendly. Obviously, when I bring my, bring my British passport now, you know, there's a bit of a difference, but... That's Kigali, sad, Rwanda? Kigali, yeah. No. <laughs> well, like, you have to kind of... Have your British passport with you yeah. to get treated well. I even had to do That's... that when I was in Rwanda because... Yeah. So the problem is the reputation that Nigerians have across Africa. Mm. Oh, African I don't, I don't, don't buy like... that. Sorry, I'm not buying that because, again, Nigerians can have the worst reputation from now till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But and you, and you go to certain countries and they treat you bad. But colonizers that have literally... Like you go... <laughs> the same Rwanda that the Hutsi and Tutsi, they committed genocide... Mm. I told you when I got when I was at the airport, there was literally I overheard the woman saying like, "Oh, you're supposed to have a visa," and the guy was just like, "Oh, so I forgot." Like he was British, like, "Oh, I forgot." Da-da. They let him through. Whereas everybody else, I told you, even 
we are visa free as Nigerians. Mm. They immigration was on us at the so at the end of the day, um, I don't believe in that because you don't have the same energy for the colonizers. People are all those not mm, Europe, some European people are going there to do sex um um tourism with oh, yeah. little kids on the beach and everything and mm. yeah they'll go there to be sleeping with young girls you guys don't have the same energy for them so okay couple few nigerians came to um commit crime or whatever so what these people committed genocide against but when you see them you're smiling you're no, treating different. them so hospitable mm. yeah. so yeah. please i don't i'm not buying all of that oh nigerians done fraud or bad reputation no. these people colonized your whole country took you as slaves and they're still even um they're still doing it so why don't you have the same energy for them that's that's another yeah that's another topic the whole colonization that's still going on in Africa without people talking about it. So why are people talking about Nigerians? Yeah. A few Nigerians. So do you see? Uh, do you see? Let me leave the Chinese for now. Do you see the <laughs> British? Because no, we'll talk about them that's straight after. now. <laughs> but the colonization of British, the, do you still see that today? It's, in it's, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's now like. In, it's ingrained into the system. Okay. So like Nigerians representing British people okay. are here and you would not know. No, but are we not all here speaking English? Yeah, right but now? you can say that, but we're not representing, no one sent us here. To say, go and, no, go but on. the fact that we're even, the fact that I can speak to the cameraman or, you know, the technician people here and we're speaking in we're not why are we speaking English mm, yes, so the yeah. effects of colonization it's are still, still prominent, very yeah. much yeah, prominent, prominent. Yeah, yeah, do point. you know there's kids that are born in Nigeria and raised here and they, they don't speak their speak language English. right yeah, that's, that's horrific I even uh, huh yes please continue <laughs> because honestly I think that's devastating it is and that's one thing I would say about black parents I'm gonna I feel like we, the, we need a whole episode dedicated to this why is it that black parents in the UK didn't pass the language down but Indians, Polish, a lot of them tried to. Do. A lot of them tried to, but society would take you away. But there's also that inferiority complex as well mm-hmm. of thinking like, oh, English is better, or you know, I want my kids to be, you know, speaking English. They would see their own as you know inferior and lower class, mm-hmm. but be seeing English as more, you know, superior. Yeah, well, what does that so, come from? That comes from like society telling you that your whatever you're speaking or whatever it is is an inferior language yeah and then that now being taken registered in your subconscious you're going back to your kids and thinking exactly oh, speak english trying to learn how to speak english exactly. because you'll be more accepted in society so yeah it's not like it's not an inferiority complex it's more like a society designed like that in nigeria you'll be They'll be, they'll be giving you props that, yeah, you can speak, you can speak local language. Yeah, good. No, even in Nigeria, go to Benin. Complex. Like a lot of people from Benin, a lot of the youth, they do not speak Benin at all. That's true. At you all. know, in Nigeria, it's also happening. So people... Even in Nigeria. In Nigeria, uh, the, the, our generation, the younger generation that's what I'm also, saying. They they're not learning their, their language their local at language. all. That's what I'm saying. They can only speak English. I think that's horrific. That's bad. That is really bad. Was Felakuti not saying that even when he was in school, obviously I know Felakuti's time was a long time ago, but he was saying that if he even tried to speak Yoruba or um, even Pidgin, that they would beat him and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like that was part of the colonization. I mean, that was the reason for colonization to lose your cultural identity. Yes, so colonization and religion as well. Conscious mind is like still lingering around. Of course, yeah. uh, I think I think it is in in a deep way because even if I look at Nigerian youth here, they're obsessed with American culture Mm -hmm. and like British culture, Mm. um, whereas they've got more culture than any of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. And you're seeing it now where 
the Africans abroad are really more appreciating like Nigerian music mm-hmm. yeah, and Nigerian media. So yeah, I mean, do you feel the colonization though, like in your day to day? Do you see it like, apart from the language, do you see it? I do, especially religion, with religion. Like, okay. I feel like that's the number one. Okay. The white Jesuses or white Jesus <laughs> that I'm seeing everywhere. Hey, there's more than that, one white Jesus. Sorry, a white Jesus. I sorry. see lots of white Jesus images. Oh, it's scary. Or it's in Nigeria. actually yes, on buses, embarrassing. Or outwards. I've even seen signs of it. It's no, really but you don't find it embarrassing. Who made those pictures? Who made those pictures? It's actually actor. embarrassing. Huh? The the Jesus picture we see around is an actor. Yeah, no, but there it's must be an institution that means. Yeah, Caesar Bourgeois, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, 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 yeah. thing is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually embarrassing. Yeah, no, but like, I, I agree. Again, I agree with that. It's, it's very, very scary. It's, it is. It's very scary. I've seen it in people's houses. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. yeah. Honest, the colonization was the colonization was actually in them in the mind. Everyone thought they only colonized the land. Yeah, it was psychological. Uh, no, it was psychological. Yeah, very much yeah. psychological. That's yeah. the worst we've, kind we've of thing. We've managed to just get over the land bit but the psychological impact because mm-hmm. you would then pass it down to your child and your generation and that's how it's kept going yeah and um you know and that's why some of the the massa is sitting comfortable mm-hmm. even though you're trying to like liberate yourself but nah. they, they know that they've they've liberated it you know your mind your mind is colonized it's complete that's mad. <laughs> that's mad. they're not yeah. worried do we have any questions today anybody um, any you should Pick one out. Oh, okay, we've got this one. Let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Let's try, let's try this. So, you know, ruffle, quick, rough one. Okay, so question here. Hmm. Have you ever felt unsafe since moving back? Oh, interesting. Have you unsafe, guys felt unsafe. unsafe? I feel like my, the feeling of unsafety comes from what people are constantly drumming into my head. Um, I've been in London and felt unsafe. Like, I don't even like, you know, going out in the night by myself in London. Really? Um, yeah, I've unsafe. had some mm-hmm. dodgy, like, Uber drivers and stuff like that where I felt, you know, a bit... Mm. But, um, yeah, I guess in Nigeria, you know that, you know, in London, if you call the police, they're going to be there sometimes not all the time actually but they're going to be there <laughs> or there's cameras around and you know whereas here you're kind of like Everyone responsible for, for your own safety Everyone that's the only thing so yeah i i have felt mm. unsafe but mostly down to what people are always kind of telling mm. me i don't know about you guys I me mean, i feel like medical unsafety yeah. i don't know how it's, it's weird to explain this right What's medical like, just knowing that if i get sick right now like am i going to survive that day like if i get really sick am i going to survive I always have that in the back of my mind. Like, is the ambulance going to get to me in time? Oh. Is, um, if I go to the hospital, will I get wrong like, diagnosis or something's going wrong? Like, all these things have just been bothering me. Since, ever since I'm to today, I, it's like a it's like a whole thing where I'm anxious about You can't about get it. ill in Nigeria. Yeah, it's, you, you get scared to get ill, but like, illness is it's never planned. It's like, it can happen anytime. Yeah, insurance, get insurance. twice here. Oh, wow. How did you, how did you find it? Um... Yeah, I'll just I'll just stick to my herbalist. <laughs> so yeah, so that I had an experience like that. Medically not safe. I fully agree. In fact, I had to go back to the UK to 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 deal with anything. Yeah, if your president yeah. is going back to to the UK, yeah, another country statement. for for it's, it's a big statement. Say actually. like the healthcare system is really yeah, bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Mm. I, I mean, the hospital I was is in VI. It's a really nice hospital. I went. Um, I actually caught asthma from the mainland. I went to that. I don't know. My friend was like, where you stay is like Beverly Hills, Central London. This is not the real Nigeria. You need to go to the real Nigeria. So one day I woke up, yeah. And I decided to call an Uber to go to Tejo Show Market. I don't know if you sent me. I got there. 
I look left and look right. <laughs> like, fuck this shit. I started feeling sick within five minutes. <laughs> Let me take myself back home. I tried to call an Uber. No one wanted to pick me up. <laughs> There's the traffic. They what were you doing there? I don't know I'm actually done. This was like, this was like within the first month. That so I you went to here. market to buy shit? I went to Cheddio Show. Um, Ultra, it's an ultra luxury shopping complex. You know me, I like nice things. <laughs> when I saw ultra luxury, thought, I said, yeah, okay, I'm it's on the mainland. Let me see what the luxury is. <laughs> My experience going to Nigerian hospital was really good and it was way better than any London St. Thomas or King's College or any of those hospitals. What hospital did you go to? Um, the one in my estate in VGC. Okay. It was very, even when I went into that hospital, it was so clean, so nice. Really? The doctor was like, he was from London as well, had cane rolls. There's a lot of London doctors coming back really? here. In fact, there's even, um, I can't remember the name of the company. There's an initiative, actually. A lot of them are are, um, are working, which I think is really good. That's yeah, good. it yeah. is. Yeah, I think it's a really good initiative. It was amazing. Like, I had, yeah. I would have never been treated like that in a hospital in... Um, London. I can't stand yeah. Unless it, oh even a private hospital. I, I can't stand London. So basically, yeah, I don't really go to hospital that much in London. Lucky it's for disgusting. me, thank the God. The private ones are really I've never nice. Been, yeah, they are. Yeah. The There's one in Marylebone. Yeah. Really I've never been significant ill in London, but like I went one time to take someone to the hospital and just the way she got treated. Disgusting, right? Oh my God. I was like, like absolutely nothing. Like, I, I reckon people die in the hospital like very of frequently. Of course, what, they do. UK? Yeah, they were they trying do. to get um just um you know when you're trying to get um uh, blood out of your hand, yeah, yeah. They were just moving the needles anyhow, like, <laughs> just cleaning up no. and down. Yeah, I was just thinking, Jesus Christ, this yeah. is how you treat people. They have a lot of lawsuits against them. Let me just shut up. <laughs> what the NHS? <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of lawsuits against them. They've killed off a lot of people's family and you know but anyway let me stop yeah that's that's (laughs) but do you guys feel physically unsafe in nigeria um do you know what like i feel like going to any foreign place that you're not that familiar with you are going to kind of be alert and you know especially a place where the economy isn't great so people may be looking for opportunities Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah, so that's always in the back of my mind. Like, you know, don't you don't want to be caught slipping, sort of thing. Yeah, because um, people are looking for mm, opportunities. I always I always feel like in Nigeria, I'm more alert. Yeah, you have to be. Like hyper you have to shine your eyes. Hyper vigilant in Nigeria. I was I've naturally been that type of hyper vigilant person, but in Nigeria, I thought I was at my max in London. Yeah. I am. You have to be hyper alert. There's always someone trying to kidnap you, yeah. hustle you. There's one pothole that can wipe off your whole generation <laughs> if you're not careful. Yeah, there's so many things to dodge. Mm-hmm. Um, even really friends, well. even making friends. Mm. There's people out here to line you line you up. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think um. You, I would I would not lie and say that I it's not safe. It's it is a bit unsafe. Did you feel did, uh, you, did you feel unsafe recently? Um, so I, I'm someone that's very fearless. Mm. So I've done so many things that that is is crazy that it's I really crazy. shouldn't have done. Um, and I've, I've been fine so far, but I know people that have been robbed. I know people that have had things happen to them. So I know it's not as safe as my own reality. But that happens everywhere though. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can get robbed in Knightsbridge. You can get like literally that anything. That happened to me actually. That happened to me. Imagine, I've been, yeah, yeah me too. I've been robbed in Madrid. I went to a mansion party in central London and the house, the value of the houses on that road was 11 million pounds. Wow. Yeah. And I came back to my car. I was like, okay, they had melted my window. You see? Yeah. So like- They were selling my, they stole my fur jacket from the back seat. 
Imagine. Could they be thinking you guys are rich? Literally, they they melted them and they melted them. They took my fur jacket. How did they melt the window? I don't know what they used. They yeah. must have been crackheads and they were nah, going to sell these guys are professional crackheads. thieves. Yeah, See, yeah. The thing People is, who are their it happened to somebody else in Sloan Square. Yeah, That's my boy. Really See? That happens to them in in that South area. London, my stuff don't get taken. But when you go to somewhere in, in Central West, London, Central, yeah, you get windows are getting smashed all they, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realised it because I was at someone's house in Sloan Square and their, their neighbours knocked on the door and said that, oh my God, they just burst into their Range Rover and they took the laptop, took everything. And the thing is that those areas are always so quiet. Have yeah. you noticed? Not a lot of people go to, to party too much. It's just very quiet. There's yeah. less security, less police because nothing's going on really. Mm-hmm. So those people, they just don't target those areas. I've been mm-hmm. to like Ninesbridge area at night time. Just quiet. Walking at night. Knightsbridge is like the worst for, for, for crime for when it comes to yeah, yeah. like so those back rows as well in Knightsbridge. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, and that's it's a lot of white collar people dressed in suit and tie mm. doing madness. Like there was a hotel I used to work in a long time ago, and a guy actually came in and stole the POSs. And he there was a way that they could retrieve the all the um cards that have been used on that POS. Oh, yeah. no. So and literally when we saw him on camera, he was suited and booted. Interesting. So trust me, even I've been robbed in Madrid. <laughs> I've never Matisse. been robbed any country in Africa, but I've been robbed in Madrid. So you know So yeah. that the whole misconception in Africa is so bad and like there's so many things going on that you shouldn't be scared of. My like, brother told me of, my brother told me in the true. US has had four gunshots. Pardon? There you go. In the last few weeks. He said Everyone to knows the point that the anyway. house shook. He said he said that he's in the he's in the States. He told me the gunshots that he's had, they were gunshots. There's there's no serious shots, yeah. So when yeah. I when I first when I went to LA, the first date in LA and we went on a night out, just we were just book. driving and yeah. there were like four people dead. Yeah. Wow! Just like literally, one person dead here. Next minute, one person dead there. And you continue the night. <laughs> I'd have been going home. Yeah, for real. I don't understand. Now nah, people what's, just like what's nah, the LA is, LA is you wanted to yeah. turn up. Have you heard of what's that road um, where people skid are just roll. skid row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, even just recently in London, there was supposed to be an event in Burgess Park, and they had to cancel the event because all these gangbangers were already talking about who they're going to go oh, and I stab yeah. at Burgess Park. Yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. The whole gang thing in London, I, I took myself out of that stuff. Man. But it how did it so come back? So I feel like it died and then came back again. Um, it's a group of friends. You know, like, you it get is, generations. It's just so now they're not even fighting postcode, which makes them even more dangerous now because actually a group of friends fighting each other. What do you think can be done to sort? So I know, I know, it's just on, on a very light note. I'm not what do you a social think, worker. What can be done? <laughs> <laughs> what I think can be done youth is clubs. Are you clubs? <laughs> I think. Oh, they've even closed down all the. There's no. Yo, see, there's not is, even youth clubs it's anymore. It's the youth club arguing that gets. No, me. but do you know I what? Do, I, do. I think. <laughs> I think personally that the people who are doing like committing all these crimes or whatever, or you know, all these little road guys and road boys, <laughs> they're just people come coming from broken families. Exactly. That's all it really is. Exactly. When you fix the broken families and you bricks the broken homes um and rich black men stop marrying outside of their race and marry black women then you know you'll have a strong black community and you know you'll have (laughs) i I strongly i strongly beg to differ there's a lot of uh, messed up kids from black black homes i don't know no because i don't think that's the reason why i love for me that's i would say i would drop it i would drop it that is a topic because a lot of but not related to this i don't i think i feel like it is i feel like it is because <laughs> when a lot of black
black men are making a lot of money, they'll go and take that money elsewhere. Yeah, that's a problem. What's that got to do with us? It is, because nah, you know then you're leaving. I am never, on you're this leaving, pod, I'm me. never going to let anybody slander black men on this pod. I'm, I'm not slandering you. black men. I, no. I'm not slandering black men at all. Did, is it a lie that a lot of wealthy, how many footballers, which, which team do you support? Tell me one of them that they're with a black woman. <laughs> Listen, but how I, many footballers? Listen, are, I know. I know. Whether they're French, has nothing whether they're any, like a lot of wealthy highly paid black men are not with you know <laughs> this does a community is based on family no, no that's I, what I community get a point. society you know, you know the man actually happened to me one time I, I went to, was when I was when I was dating in London right yeah. when girl was in London working in the city yeah. I was working in the city so we used to just get on the train together nice little couple she was when we get to Bangor wherever it was just we'll go, our go way, our way. Yeah. and then one time before we split a young uh, old Nigerian uh, old black guy came up to me I was like, oh, bro, like this is the first time I've seen like two black couples together like you, you keep it up and I was thinking you don't need to spot me for just but being with black girl but can I say something no, you see with other community right communities now. yeah like right. the Arab community the Asian don't you notice that when it comes to a lot of issues they don't really partake in it you never see Chinese people protesting down the street about it because they give they there's opportunities for them because they support each other and they invest in each other whereas with us the moment we get one pound we're already running you know to go that's why this whole reparations thing as well we'll just younger, go and give the money back but, i'm seeing the younger generation actually embrace up, black love yeah. again oh go Those to lewisham but, but, <laughs> go to lewisham you won't even see one anyway what the, there's no black couples there. in lewisham Everyone in Lewisham, the own every black man in Lewisham. I don't know what it is in Lewisham. I, I, I think that's kind of that's quite exaggerated. No, okay, um, Pete is known. Lewisham is known really? for that. See, I think that's quite exaggerated mm, in the sense that a lot of black men and black couples. There's a lot of black couples. Slow black. No, couples. successful black because a community you need to have economy you need to have finance so if you that's part of the reason why Do you know that not, not because everyone is famous that is successful you know there's a lot in, of successful black people that are just like in the in, city together the senior black people in the city were well, they married to black women in yeah, my case they are married to white people they're married to white women in, oh, your, yes. in your case a lot of them yeah. so <laughs> no, no the thing about what alicia's saying well, that's not definitive is it that's not definitive no but yeah. you guys are not the thing is like a community and this is again you look at the eight the jewish community how comes the jewish community they're not doing gang banging and because they don't even care they don't no, even no, want to know okay, no. they have a foundation planned yes because they stick with each other so that, that's why their kids can grow and be you know successful people because they have that foundation um, but same as I don't, I don't even think it's the foundation aspect of things because there are some people from a very functional home doing that you, you know you, you your jaw will drop mm. what you have to understand is there see. is some level of exaggeration also mm -hmm. by the way the media portrays certain marriages? not not whenever talking marriage some of these um you know black issues like black gang issues and gangbangers because there is a lot of white people committing a lot of very, you know, a no, lot no, of crimes. No, no, but we're not saying that they, crime, they I was don't. watching a crime documentary the other other day. It was only white people. They, no, but they I commit mean, the most on. crime because yeah, they're, they're the highest. The highest yeah, <laughs> yeah as in, but the, no, but the thing is though, let's also not deny it. It's exaggerated hundred percent because when I when the when they were calling London, you know, there was a phase where that is the London murder capital of the world, whatever. <laughs> when I actually looked at it, they like to say most of the murders are gang crime, but when you look at it, most of it is bar fights. Mm. Is exactly. white men getting drunk? Someone gets punched and doesn't 
wake up. Especially them I'm football, telling you, football hooligans. <laughs> you go to all them Yorkshire. Those people, they will bite. They'll use all, all kind of violence hmm. or domestic what violence. A lot of the deaths are not um, gang crime. Harley University. Yeah. However, the one thing I will say though about the gang crime is, and black people is that when it comes to um, drugs and the drug game. No offense, but black people are at the bottom of the total. Thank pole. you. But they make the most noise. They rap about it the most. They do it yeah. the most. So there is a point there to say that um, we do need to have some correction in in behavior. At the same time, yes, the media does like to exaggerate. I feel well. like I feel like for black people to be truly free, like you, you've got to have a great Africa. Like yeah, we, as, we as a nation, yeah. yep, I agree with yeah. that. Like yeah. you got to be respected first from where you're from. Right, and have been heavily respected for everyone else to respect true. you. Right, Very true. So, and that goes for all black people around the whole world. Yeah, all the world. And yeah. I think when you do get that great Africa, you know that moment where someone says, "Go back home." You're you actually, you glad. actually go. Okay. No, no, even tell me right now, go back home. I'm still glad. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. But you know, but I'm thinking, you know, if you have a, you know, an ultimate great Africa for everybody. Mm. You know, because you have to understand, not everyone has the opportunity to also have a great Africa experience that some of us have been privileged to have. Yeah, true, true. Some yeah. people, if you tell them go back home, to go. they genuinely cannot go back home. Yeah. Why? They know why is that? Why they don't is have that? any connections because they haven't got no connections. They haven't built any infrastructures. Mm. They haven't actually set up their getaway plan. Yeah, but that's what will help them do that. That's mm. part yeah. of that's part Come of what to I'm move back. back. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what we're trying to do because yeah, it's not easy. Not everybody has the connections, mm. and Africa is very tough. You need someone to handhold you through the process. Because if you yeah, don't, yeah. you'll want to pull your hair out. I wish, I wish I didn't, I wasn't even as impromptu sometimes. Especially with working and having a business here, you definitely need a mentor and plan move back plan before through, you yeah. to tell you. Because mm. they will frustrate the life out of you. But do you think sometimes having a mentor um allows you to kind of superimpose some of these That's true. Some of these um biases. Biases on you <laughs> uh, and prevents you from being able to actually take in. Because I must say part of the things that, you know, and it's, it comes down to what you said about that um feeling of insecurity that you spoke earlier of. Mm. A lot of people tell you, oh my God, it's not safe. Oh my God, this is gonna yeah. happen, that's gonna happen. Yeah. And then the reality is this year, I know those things happen, but it, 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 it was just, the just unlucky. Yeah. No, I agree. It's unlucky. And, yeah, I agree. With and that. you know, like two thirty last night, I was driving and I felt quite fine. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, even, driving, yeah. The road was very empty. You know, you know the funny. Okay, let me tell you something. Right. So before you get to my place, because I live close to the beach, and before you get to my place, there's like a whole dodgy road that you have to drive past. Right. And then uh, one, two people came down. One of my friend and one of my cousins. And they just told me, oh, I think you should be careful driving here at night. But me, like for me, because I've I've lived in so many different parts of Nigeria. I've lived in the rough part, like worry. I've lived in very, very rough part of Nigeria. So I've seen, I know how to move in the rough part of Nigeria. Yeah. But still, obviously, I'm not that kind of person anymore. Yeah. But my same mindset is same that, bro, I could, if I can move then, I can move now. I know how to move, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not scared. But people come and check me. They're still scared. They're like, da, 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 da. I'm not thinking... Nah, they, they've painted a picture in your head. Mm. Because if you're coming and you're looking flashy and everything, and then you're being certain way or fighting people, having arguments, then yeah, you're more likely to be a target. Or if you're always there, they're always seeing you looking flashy. You're more likely to be a target. If you're in and out, do your own thing. Mm. I think in Nigeria, easier. it's better for people to think you're broke. 
I would never, I would never ever, no matter how wealthy I become, ever show my wealth the way I'd want to in yeah. Nigeria. But do you think you could... I'll always understate it? It's not in your benefit. It doesn't I... work in your benefit. I don't think you think, think you're very broke, but just the average. You... Yeah, there should be you think you could... no matter how much in your bank account, they should never think you're you're wealthy here. Do you think you could genuinely hide it? Do you think you've just been in a position where no, you you you, you can. You can the car hide it. you because yeah. you wouldn't get, for example. I don't know about you yet, but there's no Bentley I'm driving on Lagos Rose. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> if I have a Bentley, I'm going to drive it in London or Rolls Royce. I personally, I know some people do, uh, but I, Nigeria's not the place to do that. You just saw yourself a calm black SUV yeah. or something. You wouldn't get... But they could smell it from you. They could, they yeah, could I don't feel like that will work. To I'm be telling honest. you. No, no, no. I know I'm they will, you, but I'm just Uber, saying... You're not even going to be on a normal Uber. You'll be in Uber Move, the cheapest one. And they, they smell it. It's true. Mm. No, I know they can smell you, it, you, you but see that, you, you see, don't want to flaunt it the way yeah, you would. Yeah, don't flaunt in, it, but I'm London. telling you, that, like, from the pigments of your eyes, they know you. <laughs> they know they you. do. They know no, you no. haven't suffered. They can see you. <laughs> so this guy's like, enjoying Literally, <laughs> sometimes before you even speak, <laughs> before you even oh. speak, they will already... Like, I used to try and go to the market with my um, house help, and I would be telling her, like, what I want, and I'll be telling her to price it. And the woman would just be, I'll be like, you go first, whatever. And I'll just be waiting around. That's what the woman would just be looking at me like, yeah, 50K. Or she'll be telling the house girl like, yeah, 50K. She knows that it's me. And I've not even spoken. I've not even, I'm even like way no, far away. It's too smart. It's too so, smart. Yeah. <laughs> they will know. You, 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 stand, you, you don't realise how much you stand out. Yeah, you don't do that. You, you don't realise how much you stand, how much stand out, out yeah, as um, diasporas. Even when you go to all these clubs, yeah, and... Obviously, diasporas, you must be mad. That's why think, I always wear this If you everywhere. think you're going to like over, you know, over, over spend in comparison to a real Lagos boy. Yeah. But even with that, yeah, they know who you are. They they know the difference. Mm. Even if you're pulling up in an Uber, like they they know you. They so, do. So you think you're hiding it, but they know you. You've just been, you've been opportune not to step to the wrong people because they could smell it from you. Mad, 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 mad. Wow. Thank you guys for coming on. Thanks. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. Nice having you lot. Yeah. Uh, a good, good chat. Thanks for bringing your perspective. You know what I was thinking, yeah? Like, maybe in like a couple of years, so I want to see wh- how, if we still have the same opinions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or if oh, our yeah, opinion yeah, changes. Because our minds are already changing. I'm telling you here, guys, <laughs> when it comes to work, yeah. I don't think it's working. <laughs> you that came into the video, I'm tired. I can't do I this. In, like, I'm not gonna got lie. To you. Working here, if your business exposes you, one thing that my friends that moved back that I thought was quite interesting, she she said that she only deals mostly with diasporans and very few local Nigerians, mm. and I think her mental health is a bit more preserved than mine is. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Mm. So I am already starting to think, mm, am I actually really, really ready? Cut for this. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. But what do you think it is working with the like? What do you think it is oh, about the boy. Nigerian people? Episode. Don't worry, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. do that one. We'll yeah, do that one. Yeah, that one is That's uh, a very long topic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just asking, like, not to do with the show, but just in general. So you know, like in UK, yeah, where a manager has to be like very um, aware of certain social cultures and things and they can't say certain things like mm. they need to be aware of racism they need to be aware of, in Nigeria I don't care about anything I'm just like pure blunt like how I feel because it's already hard with those people than to be worried about like if you if you shout at someone or say a cross word for me, like you're gonna get for sued for me it's not that it's to me it's the standard of work. They they want you to accept a substandard job. Mm. In fact, there's somebody I'm working with now. I changed his name to Mr. 100% Disappointment. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. 
because everything he says he's going to do, he, he doesn't, doesn't do, do it. Do. And that's the standard here. Mm. And then they'll just be saying, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually hate exactly. the word sorry They're now. I hate exactly, that word sorry. Exactly me. So and they'll still do for? the same thing so that's again. My issue. Yeah, if you even ask them, oh, what yeah. exactly are you sorry for? They'll, they won't even know. Yeah. They'll just... Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Or, sorry, or they'll laugh, and it's like, yeah, why they are you laughing? Know. It's not funny. So no, like... I find Nigerians to be very smart. Don't get me wrong; they're smarter than they're one of the smartest people in the world. I will go as far as to say, very entrepreneurial, but they don't have pride in the quality and finish of their work, mm. and that is something that I'm noticing, and it's very hard. Yeah, yeah it's very hard to deal with. It's true, yeah. think... and they just don't care. Like no matter how many care, times yeah. you talk to them, they, they still don't I care. Think, I think they just want to get paid. They just want to get yeah, paid. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but at least do your job. Like at least do your job, though. They normally start their job. Enthusiastic, um, yeah, and then you pay the deposit, and then you know, and then by the time they've Bam. done the job to a certain level, they realize that the rest of the money that you're gonna give them that you're holding on to, it's not even, it's not even as Facts. much as we. So, they well, why accept the job then? Why did you out. accept it then? Because the deposit can land and they can keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny? Yeah, the school fees has already sent the bill. <laughs> they uh. just need you to pay the deposit so they can transfer it to the school. Oh, <laughs> man. Thank you. No, thank you so much. Thank you. All right.